welcome to Solana Cove. This is your host, Louis. Today I chat with Ben from Jupiter. Jupiter is the first fully-fledged DEX aggregator on Solana. Jupiter has been live on Solana for about a month, and they recently did 78 million in swap value in just 24 hours. I chat with Ben about how Jupiter started, where the team wants to take the product, what features are around the corner, the benefits and challenges of building on Solana, and much more. Strap in. So I'm here today with Ben from uh, the team behind Jupiter, who also brought us Mercurial. Uh, Welcome to the podcast, Ben. Thanks, Louis. Uh, Really glad to be here. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, it's a super pleasure to have uh, have you on the show. Uh, Let's start first. If you could just share um, how did the Jupiter start and a bit about the team? Yeah, sure. So, um, I mean, as you mentioned, uh, we're the team behind Mercurial. And uh, originally, originally, Jupiter's kind of started off life as um, as as an as a feature of Mercurial. Uh, we actually built out an on-chain uh, ser- cro- uh, cross-protocol or, or Serum integrated uh, swap uh, because we, you know, uh, Mercurial being a, an AMM for stables, you know, one of the things that we were doing was that we were helping to um, uh, establish some core stables on Solana. Uh, and particularly, we were the first to bring uh, Terra's UST over to Solana. And then um, also Parrot was just launching Pi. And so we wanted to help, um, you know, drive a lot of liquidity for both those stable coins. Uh, but then at the time, uh, those stable coins being very new, there wasn't a lot of utility, uh, you know, where you could use them in other dApps or even just swap to them. So, um, the, 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 you know, the, the initial goal for the, the swap was to just be able to, um, uh, you know, take whatever you UST or pi assets you have and swap to any token that you want to, um, get to in order to um, interact with another dApp. Uh, so, so that, uh, so we launched that and actually uh, um, that like w- we had an amazing uh, feedback and response from the community. People really loved that swap and uh, it was, it was very useful for people. And um, eventually we came to realize like, Hey, you know, it's like, um, you know, th- this functionality is sort of being limited because, you know, we're only focusing on stables uh, for this swap. And that like, you know, what we could do uh, if we launched it as its own protocol is that we could free it up and actually focus it on being able to um, uh, aggregate between all the exchanges uh, for any tokens. Uh, and so, you know, s- sort of that was one of the reasons why we decided to launch, uh, launch Jupiter. Nice. And for maybe newer users who are not so familiar with a DEX aggregator, could you share the purpose of a DEX aggregator and the advantage of swapping on a DEX aggregator versus uh, like a, an AMM? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, uh, you know, fundamentally what a, a DEX aggregator is doing, it's actually um, scanning all the DEXs and AMMs. Um, and, and, and by the way, this is sort of one of uh, Jupiter's kind of, uh, you know, fundamental promises and, and the value add is that, that, you know, we want to offer the best price swaps uh, in all of Solana, right? 
and um and 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 it and basically what we're doing is that like you know if, if anyone is doing any trade any token trades or any swaps on solana you may notice that like um uh you know different uh different amms or dexes may be better for that trade right so like you you maybe you're you're swapping from usdc to orca and orca may end up being the best you can get the, you can get the most orca for usdc on orca um but that's not always the case sometimes serum uh may actually offer you a better a better rate right and not only is may you find like better rates uh, uh um you know on on different like whether it be radium on an amm or a dax like serum or or radium or orca what people may not re yet realize is that the best rate will also change over time, right? So um, it, it's not always true that on Orca, you're going to get the best rate for Orca, right? Um, uh, and, and part of that happens is because, you know, liquidity may move from one place to another place, depending on, you know, new, far new uh, farm incentives, you know, uh, being introduced. So the thing is, it's kind of a pain for people to be like, well, let me open up Orca, let me open up Radium, let me open up Serum, and then let me compare the price between all three, right? Like, how often are you going to really do that, right? It's kind of a pain in the butt. So with a swap aggregator, we do, we automate that. We do all that for you. We, we'll do all the comparisons for you, right? Um, so that's sort of like value number one. Value number two is that um, a lot of times there's not a direct market. So, you know, maybe you want to swap from Orca to Port, right? But there's no pool or market um, that offers that. And what you need to do is swap from Orca to USDC, then from USDC to Port, right? Um, now, you can do that manually, and you can also have to go through, look at each AMM index to find the best price for each hop. But and a swap aggregator will just do that for you it'll do it automatically it'll find the best route for you and it will do that in a, a single transaction which for the user means a single click um, and if it doesn't work the nice thing about being a single transaction it it fails out and you know it's like nothing happened right and is it possible to say you have like a large trade and it's it's causing slippage is it possible to like split the split the trade between multiple uh sources and then sort of you end up with what, what you wanted at the end? Yeah, 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 for sure. So split trades is something that we are, it's on our roadmap. Um, it's not something we're, we're uh, um, immediately focused on, um, uh, but like uh, we hope to get to split trading uh, maybe end of this year or, or, or next. Um, but yeah, split trading will be really powerful for, for two reasons. One is that, it, you know, if you're a whale, right um you know your, your 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 trade size may cause a lot of slippage so being able to split that up uh will will give you a better rate a, a better deal um the other reason to do um split trading is that um, you may be trying to trade on a a fair uh a, a slightly illiquid pair or um a, a token that where the liquidity is spread out um in a couple of different pools and so being able to, to uh, um, split the trade up into those different pools will help you also get a, a better rate. 
Yeah, I had sort of some smaller like dog tokens and some of these this meme tokens that have been coming out lately. And I noticed uh, when I was looking around that they often have pretty thin, um, pretty thin like liquidity. And I guess it, yeah. in, like split trades would just make it more efficient because you know where the liquidity is very thin, you would still at least be kind of arbitraging it and and fixing up the price. Yes, that's right. Um, that's right. So, yeah. So. We got an idea of what Jupiter's about and uh, how the team started. Could you also maybe just share a bit about yourself and kind of how you got into the into the Solana world and, and crypto more generally? Yeah, yeah. Um, gosh, I don't know how common my story is, but uh, you know. Uh, so truth be told, like this is actually, uh, you know, Mercurial is actually my first crypto protocol. I mean, I, I'm a longtime startup veteran. Um, uh, you know probably the most successful one that I did with a social gaming startup that was true venture backed. And, uh, we sold to, uh, played him Disney. Um, uh, I got involved because, um, I'm actually really good friends with, um, uh, you know, all, all the, all the co-leads uh, of the project. So we, we go way back. Actually, I met Ming, um, uh, back in, uh, back in Silicon Valley, actually. Uh, we were both doing startup things and we actually met in the incubator that Instagram came out of before they were Instagram. Um, and then since then, you know, we stayed in touch as friends. Uh, the, uh, both Shang and Ming are some of the smartest people I know in my life. Um, and, uh, you know, Ming, Ming is sort of the, Ming and Shang are both sort of the DeFi OGs. Uh, you know, they were like founding team or, or uh, strategic advisor to uh, Rap BTC, Blockfolio, Kyber, uh, Instadap, um, and a few others. And so, uh, you know, when th they were the ones to loop me in on doing this, uh, and, you know, I was thinking like, oh gosh, like if I'm, I think there's no better way to do crypto uh, with like really good friends that you respect and admire. And, and uh, Solana also um, has been growing really quickly and been on. And, and I think actually, I, I always thought it had like really good bones, you know, like I, I actually, and I still believe that like Solana will uh, eat up all the DeFi uh, and all of crypto, you know, it's just so powerful. Um, and there's such a strong ecosystem and a strong team behind it. So it is, it's interesting to hear someone who, who enters crypto via Solana rather than like a, something like Ethereum or Bitcoin. A lot of the people I've interviewed previously, like they had some kind of crypto influ uh, interest earlier. So I'm, I'm curious actually, like how has your experience been so far in Solana and like, has it been a big learning experience to try and get up to speed? Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a crazy learning experience. So, so um, you know, I I think uh, I mean I, I I'm really used to coming up to speed quickly in, in new fields because uh, that's what I've done as a startup person. But like um, even more so, crypto has been kind of uh, crazy, right? Because it's not even just coming up. I remember the first couple of meetings where it's it's just like you're not even just coming up to speed on you know crypto and then DeFi, which which means like you need to understand all the all the uh, crypto mechanics, but also uh, the DeFi mechanics, which means finance, uh, fi sort of financial um, instruments. But then the crazy thing was like getting into all the cultural lingo, right? So people would just, um, 
you know, mention casually, like things like, you know, oh, you're going to drop alpha on this. And I'm like, what, what what's dropping alpha? Like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, you know, and yeah. so like, like it was just like, I felt like the first couple of meetings I had done was like, just people were speaking another language. And you're like, I have no idea. I have no idea. Every word that you mentioned, I have no idea what the heck you're saying. Like, you know, but, but, you know, but since then, uh, I mean, that was, a, that was a while ago. Like since then it's been awesome. Like I, I've just really, I, I love learning and I, I've really enjoyed, um, coming up to speed with things. And, uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a full crypto Solana maxi. Um, probably the only thing that I, I lack still is sort of everyone has that experience of going through things in Ethereum, you know? And so they always like mention something that they went through in Ethereum and like, I can't relate to it. Like I just, cause I didn't go through it. You know? <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. There's always like a shared experience, I think for, for different things. Like for example, the, the 2016, 2017 bull run, I think I've noticed that people that went through that kind of have some shared, shared experiences. And then of course, much, much earlier, there's many, many different yeah. sort of events that took place. Um, Jumping back to Jupiter now, uh, if we contrast Jupiter on Solana compared to like other aggregators on say Ethereum or L2s or sidechains, is there any advantages that you see um, just by being on Solana? Yes. So there, there's, there's, two, there's two distinct advantages. Um, one is the transaction cost. Uh, the transaction fees on Ethereum are too prohibitive, right? to do this sort of multi-hop um, kind of transaction. And so where this benefits is like sort of the retail trader, right? So, so you know, we can, we can find the best price route um, comfortably, you know, without having to consider like the, the, the uh, transaction uh, fees, right? Because they're so, they're so small, right? Um, so, so, you know, if we can save you, um, I mean, honestly, actually, practically, people are saving or, or actually getting like, you know, 30% uh, more in their trades on average, maybe like on Jupiter now. But, you know, even if it was like five or 10%, you know, um, that might easily be taken by huge transaction fees on Ethereum, you know, where it, it doesn't even make sense. Right. So um, so for for people doing uh, smaller trades, it's really valuable. Um, the second thing is that, um, uh, which is a little bit harder is that like, we, uh, um, we are, uh, currently fully on chain, right? So the entire swap aggregation happens in a single transaction, right? Um, and that makes it pretty easy to, you know, for, for users because it's, it's, um, you know, if for some reason you know, within one of the hops or one of the routes, it doesn't work out, you know, the slippage, it exceeds your slippage tolerance. Um, then, you know, the transaction just voids itself. Right. And so like, it's, it's a kind of, you know, it's kind of, um, an easy thing to do. Um, if you had to split that out into multiple transactions, you could end up having, um, dust where like, uh, you know, there's some residual, uh, intermediate currency that you just have in your, that, that wasn't eaten up by the, 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 the final, um, the final, the final swap, or like maybe one of the intermediate swaps actually fails. So then you're left, left holding 
like this intermediate currency that you didn't want, you know, um, which, you know, for people who use swaps, it's sort of like something that kind of they don't want to deal with. Like, it's kind of difficult for them. Yeah, for sure. And I guess with the super cheap transaction costs, it makes also what we were speaking about a bit earlier of the the split um, the split swaps. It makes them much more viable because the the transaction cost is almost not a factor in in whether it should split or not. Yeah, yeah. Which again, if you're a whale and you're doing whale sized trades, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. But like, if you're a, a normal retailer, like. Uh, it's a big deal. And and actually, honestly, I think that's sort of like what I'm really most excited about Solana is that like it, you know, because the whole point of, you know, DeFi, I think, is really to empower everyone. Right. And, you know, it, it's kind of limiting for just normal people when when the, the fees are so high, you know, and, and I think I think with, you know, with Solana, it gives just normal retail traders like you know, a chance to do a lot more DeFi and, and, yeah. and do a lot more things. So. Yeah, absolutely. There's a website running around on Twitter in the last 24 hours where you can calculate all the, the cost of all your transactions on Solana on an address. And the, uh, at least mine was less than the price of a coffee and I've done a lot of trades. So yeah, um, it's, yeah, it's very, very affordable. So we've got a good idea about what, some of the advantages of having an aggregator on Solana is um, what is like for you and the team, what is the end game for Jupiter? What does success look like? Yeah. So, so it's pretty simple. Like, uh, so for, for swap aggregator, like the biggest thing is to, um, you know, capture as much volume as, as you can. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, that, that, that's what we're, we're looking to do like by, by promising uh, a number of things like one, one is that we will always give you the best price for swaps, right? You, you know, if, you, if you're looking to swap, you should come to us because we're going to find the best price for you, right? Uh, two, uh, we're, we're going to be the easiest, friendliest way to swap, you know, because it turns out like, you know, uh, for a lot of people who are using swaps, um, uh, 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 to, <clears throat> a, a, a swap, a swap functionality, um, you know, like, they come from, um, especially in Solana, they come from like sort of, maybe they got into crypto because they were doing, you know, they got into the game, crypto gaming or NFTs, right? And so for these type of people, um, a typical sort of DEX trading UI, you know, just to swap from one token to another is, is a little bit too much work and too kind of daunting, right? So, so we really feel it's important to, uh, we, we've done a lot of work actually to uh, make interfacing with these DEXs and AMMs as simple and as obvious and as easy as possible. You know, and, and uh, you know, lastly, uh, you know, we're working on making it um, as equally as easy for any protocol or DAP to integrate Jupyter, you know, if they're looking for swap functionality. Um, and so, so we're working on uh, um, NPM libraries, uh, co uh, some component UIs and even an API that's going to be very bot friendly. Nice. So the idea there is someone could just spin up a website and, and very easily um, basically have, have a Jupyter swap component. Yeah. And, and that, that's actually like phase one of our big vision, like phase two, once we've 
we've achieved all that is actually uh, to go cross-chain, right? So, so actually, we believe that we can make Solana a hub uh, where it's really easy for someone to swap their assets across chain. So, like, if you're looking to go from uh, Terra uh, to Solana or Ethereum to Solana or, you know, even Ethereum to Terra, you know, um, I mean, there's going to be a lot of a lot of uh, um, different ways. I mean, everyone's talking about cross chain. Uh, and there's going to be a, a number of different mechanisms, but we think that like, you know, part of the major hurdles and challenges for going cross chain is just the UI and the user experience. Right. And a swap, you know, UI is a really good kind of, you know, uh, familiar thing to do, you know, um, and there's still like little issues, right. Like going cross chain, like, for example, if you're trying to come into Solana, you kind of already have to have a wallet with soul in it in order to like, even get in order to even get, you know, receive assets. Um, so, so handling things like that, um, uh, you know, I, I think, and making it like super seamless, uh, you know, we think we can make, help make Solana sort of be that hub, you know, where, where people will go through Solana uh, to, to move assets across uh, different chains. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're actually looking to partner with, uh, uh, you know, a few people, in terms of the underlying bridge, bridge technology, but you know that that's our eventual goal. Like you know, so kind of like a, a cross-chain aggregator where you can kind of get the best price across multiple chains. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I I'm, I'm a. It's pretty far out out there that one. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think I think the, I mean, for us actually, I would I, I would say that like. Um, you know, you know, it, it's more about like, I mean, we're very Solana, Solana focused right now, um, or Jupiter is. And so for us, it's sort of like, you know, how can we help uh, make it really easy to bring assets in and out of Solana, right? Um, and as part of that, because we're an aggregator, like making sure that they have the best, you know, the best price, um, uh, the best rate when they swap in and out, but like make it super easy for them to do that. Yeah, for sure. I can imagine also like paired with a, a strong bridge. Uh, it's the, it's the best place to start once you get off a bridge because you can immediately swap between the, the assets that you've, you've brought into Solana and you have kind of all the available assets uh, and already the best price. Cause one thing I remember when I've been bridging around is often you'll end up with a token on say the, the other side that, you know, it's not inside the token list for your wallet. And, you, you know, you have to like do some investigation around to find um, what, what you've bridged over. I've, I've recently, I was testing with Allbridge and it's pretty, quite a smooth experience uh, bridging between Matic or Polygon and Solana. Yeah, I think, I think they've done a lot of good work. I think they've done, done a lot of good work yeah. there actually. Uh, you know, but the, I, I think also the thing with, um, with bridging too is just having enough like liquidity in the pools in the bridge you know absolutely and and uh you know I, I think this is where like an aggregator can come can be really important because maybe you're, the end token you really want isn't what has liquidity in the bridge right and you just want in one step to be like no i want to convert like my eth here to this token because i hear it's it's like blowing up like maybe it's some you know meme token right 
um, and you just want to get to it. You don't want to have to like figure out, oh, I can't really, you know, I have to do this hop and this hop and, you know, and I have to, I should convert here because there's a lot of liquidity for my trade size, you know, like we'll just take care of all of that for you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I would also imagine an aggregator would be great inside a wallet um, because then the user doesn't actually have to go sort of on another website. They can immediately be swapping. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, honestly, that's one reason why we did the thing. We think now is a great time for a swap aggregator. Like, I mean, if you look at the swaps, um, you know, almost all the swap stuff in wallets um, or other protocols or sort of just focused on one, you know, they're either just using Serum or they're using Radium, you know, um, or they're doing their own. Um, yeah. And a lot of, for a lot of tokens that you're looking to trade, like it, the, the liquidity there is pretty terrible. And, and, and for, for wallet users, they kind of don't know, like, they're kind of like, Oh, I'm just gonna use this thing, but they're, they're getting a, a really bad rate, mm. you know? So, so actually, you know, um, not only are we, um, uh, you know, coming up with really easy to use integration libraries for wallets and, and other dApps, um, you know, we know we need to do more work. So actually we are putting together, um, economic incentives to align, uh, wallets and protocols with us, um, where like <clears throat> one of the, one, one of the features that we're, we're working on is, um, allowing a wallet or a dApp to charge UI fees, right? So, you know, we're not going to charge any fees for our protocol, but like, um, you know, if you if you're if you want to integrate our swap in your wallet, um, we'll allow you to set a fee um, uh, that you you know you, that you can charge to your users for sort of like a referral fee, right? Like, um, and, you know, and that that way it could be a good revenue source for you, right? As, as a wallet, right? And you can just you can control and decide you know, what you want to do, right? But but so so like it's a revenue source for you, but you also are giving your users you know, the best price swaps, you know, so giving them value at the same time. Yeah, cool. Uh, I, I guess we should ask the question that always needs to be asked. And that is uh, when token. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so we, um, we haven't fully, uh, um, we're still working on our token plans. You know, I, I, I think I, I think the thing the, the things I can share right now is that, um, you know, we are for Jupiter, we are, um, you know, one of the in, incredibly important things for us is to, you know, give back to, to our users and our community. Um, so we want more tokens in the hands of our users in our community. And so we're uh, uh, working through different mechanisms and ways to, to kind of allocate and give give that to those people you know um whether that's a, a whitelist you know um sort of whitelisting a, a whitelist whitelisted ido kind of thing um or, or a two-part ido um but that that's a big thing for us actually so um and so so actually the the majority of our token uh for our tokenomics we're, we're thinking of allocating for our ecosystem and our community yeah it's an interesting one for a an aggregator because you don't actually presumably you don't actually have any liquidity that you can do like a liquidity mining for so it's more like you're incentivizing trades yeah potentially 
yeah yeah so so we will we are definitely planning on having sort of a a trade volume liquidity mining uh program uh kind of thing i guess it's not liquidity mining but a trade trade volume mining program um mm -hmm. uh to help incentivize uh um that volume um and and actually we also plan to you know this this is also one of the other financial or incentive alignments uh, with partners is that like if you're a partner bringing a certain amount of volume, you could also like get uh, a percentage of that uh, that mining, that volume mining that, that that's happening. And longer term, how does a, an aggregator actually make make money? Um, is it like a long term to be like a sustainable uh, protocol? Yeah, great question. So our, our first thought is uh, uh, positive slippage. You know, we think that's a great way to um, grab revenue that doesn't really impact, uh, directly impact sort of the user, you know, in terms of just fees. Um, uh, but then th there can be other, there are other ways to do it too. Like, uh, you know, may maybe there are some, uh, um, referral type uh, uh, fee, fee, fee programs that we can do. Um, mm -hmm. And I know the Mercurial has done some NFT drops. Is that something that you would also be looking into for, for Jupiter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good question. Uh, actually, we have a ton of NFTs. Uh, we, we actually have so many, so many NFTs. <laughs> we're, 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 we're behind on, on actually having, creating the programs to, to distribute them. Uh, and the reason is, is, uh, I actually like, uh, uh, the Jupiter community has been amazing. Um, I think one of the really awesome things about launching Jupiter is that since it, you know, even though it's not even fully featured, we're able to give people incredible value. Like people are swapping and they really love it because they can see that like, you know, if, you, if you've just been using Orca or if you've just been using Serum, like if you use Jupiter, you're, you're, um, um, you're going to, you're going to get a better trade, you're going to get a better deal. And, uh, you know, so, so people are just like, oh my God, like, I can't believe, you know, I, I need to use this. Right. So, you know, be, because of this, like, it seems like we've got just such an engaged, highly engaged community. And um, actually a lot of, a lot of talented people in the community have come up and done a lot of artwork for us. And so we actually have, um, we have two kind of types of NFTs. Now we have actually um, community driven NFTs um, and sort of our official uh, styled like NFTs. Um, and so we're finding different ways to, um, uh, um, you know, have people like uh, earn and, and collect uh, these, these types of NFTs. Uh, but we have a ton and, and they're really talented. I mean, it, it's, it's been amazing. Like people have been really talented. The artwork is amazing. The NFTs are super cool. Um, and one of the things actually we've been doing too is, is um, uh, with Jupiter is getting the community involved. So, so they pick um, sort of the styles, they pick some of the characters, they pick some of the names, they do some of the names. And so that it really feels like, you know, they've got, you know, they've been a part of this sort of creative process and have a, have a sense of ownership. Nice. And what kind of things should users be doing if they want to 
be somehow in the in the in the running for NFTs? Uh, so so we're looking to uh, build, I, I would say, like the best trader community in Solana. So we have like uh, a couple of really cool channels. Um, we have a, a you know token of the day channel in our community, and then we also have a uh, what are you trading today? You know, like you if you contribute like you know trade tips or um, like like you know tokens you're aping into and and share why and 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 if people pick up on it um, and are like oh this is so awesome I'm, I'm gonna do this too like you know you can you can win, you know, an NFT, like there's a whole bunch of giveaways that we're doing for like sort of the top, the top tips and, and to really promote really good content, really good tips, you know, in fact, actually just recently we were, we just promoted someone because they were like, Oh, you know, like they were saying that like, I, they actually use Jupiter currently to do arbitrage trading. Um, so they actually monitor and, and they tweeted about this. They, they actually monitor um, every day. They monitor like what tokens are highly volatile. And then, you know, there's an opportunity there usually to arb uh, between uh, the different, you know, AMMs, and they use Jupiter to do that. So, uh, you know, the 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 thing that to realize there though that there's a limited time to that, like, you know, because mm -hmm. one reason why they're able to do that is just like the professional, the the professional arbitrage traders and the bots aren't there yet, like um, for whatever reason. Um, so. So, so you could actually manually be arbing um, on Jupiter and make some free money for yourself, uh, just because you know, yeah, there there are no R, R bots right now. But you said that you guys are working on some APIs and and sort of. Would you expect people to actually start building bots that would? Oh yeah, we're absolutely doing these APIs for bots. So once once the API is up and whatever time it takes to build the bots, like I, I you know that I feel like this window is kind of limited. Um, but I mean, you know, we might actually help. You know, I think in the future, like uh, I mean, the first step is to build the API, but I think the second step is to make it um, friendly for anyone to build kind of a bot. You know, like it's not mm -hmm. like oh, you know, you have to be a hardcore coder. Like maybe we can make it, you know, easy um like a, a code free sort of you know customizable bot you know you know if you want if you want to uh if you have an idea for a certain strategy arb strategy and you want to try it out um i think that would be really interesting so we were speaking a bit earlier about the like the longer term vision for jupiter um in in the coming like weeks and months do, do you have any sort of details you can share about what the roadmap looks like yeah so so our immediate our immediate goal right now is to uh, um, we're working towards a V1 launch. So basically a couple of weeks ago, we did uh, a soft launch and I call it a soft launch because, you know, we wanted to just share what we currently had with the world, let people know what we're doing um, and then get feedback on all the sort of little um, UI issues and things that we came across because we were, um, you know, a lot of them were just trying to, again, build a really user-friendly swap interface to things like Serum, you know, and Serum has a lot of quirks that uh, um, users aren't aware of, like they're, um, you know, uh, having to uh, pay rent for open orders accounts or having a, a tick size of 0 0.1, you know, um, 
for, for doing a trade. And some of these things are kind of hard so to, to communicate, you know. So we, we went through all that, uh, made it really nice. Um, and so for our immediate V1, which we're launching very soon, um, the big focus will be um, helping establish, you know, making sure that we get you the best price routes. So that is um, aggregating uh, uh, the remaining um, uh, big liquidity sources, which is uh, Radium, which is uh, almost done, and uh, Sabre, um, maybe a couple of others. Uh, the second thing around that is improving the routing uh, across that. And the main challenge between uh, doing the routing, which is like, you know, being able to, you know, every DEX and AMM you add, adds, uh, in, 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 um, it uh, adds to the complexity of the routing. So, you know, um, if you have just serum and orca, then it's just serum, serum, orca, orca, and serum and orca, right? And then now we have mercurial, it's like, you're doing routing between, you know, serum, mercurial, serum, orca, orca, mercurial, you know, those kind of things, right? So every time we add a new DEX or AMM, you're increasing the number of routes. Um, and the reason why that's challenging is that we have to fit fit in Solana's sort of um, uh, compute uh, computation units per transaction because we're still trying to keep everything in one transa transaction. So we're looking to um, solve that as part of uh, um, our, our roadmap. And then uh, as part of V1, um, it's releasing the integration library. So that way that anyone can, um, uh, you know, add Jupyter into their protocol. Um, so that's our immediate next step. Um, after that, uh, <clears throat> I, I can just say that like, we'll probably work on um, more advanced things like split trading. Um, and then, and then uh, the next phase after that will be uh, the cross-chain bridging. It's crazy to me that the current product is considered like a pre-V1 because from my tests, it's been super smooth and like a very um, sort of polished experience. One way we differentiate our team versus others is like we're, we're really in it to build great products. Like everyone is just, you know, um, that's all, that's sort of like the shared value we all, we're all here for is like, we really enjoy building, you know, great things. And so like, we, you know, we want to make a great product experience. And I think it's also one reason why Jupiter really appeals to us. Yeah. Like we, we've done a lot of work to make it seamless, smooth, fast, work really well and be very clean. Uh, I, I it's, it's really just making sure that we can, we, we can really guarantee you that whenever you swap on Jupiter, it's always the best price, right? Right now, a lot of the times it's the best price, but not all of the time. And, and the, the, the work that we want to go get through is like, it's all of the time, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and you don't have to ever worry about, we don't want you to ever worry about like, oh, I wonder what the price is on radium or something, you know, like it should be yeah, like, yeah. whenever you go on here, you're going to get the best price, no matter what. Um, yeah. and for most things, it is true. It's just not everything. Do, do you guys save some sort of data? Like, are you kind of keeping track of how much you're saving users or is that possible? Uh, you know what? We're, we're not right now. Um, uh, but it's one of the things we've been talking about, actually, we've been talking about a couple of cool, really cool, interesting things. Like one, actually a user proposed this. They were like, 
you know, it'd be cool. Like if you actually tracked like lifetime savings, you know, like over all the swaps, how much have you actually saved? Um, so we're not doing that, but I thought that was really cool. Yeah. We just kind of show you when you do a swap, like what you're getting. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. and, and actually, um, our, our savings that we show you isn't actually a re the best kind of savings that we should be showing you. We're, we're actually going to fix the algorithm a little bit. So we actually show you the savings that you're getting between the two best routes, right? Ah, okay. So, not the so average or not the average, uh, actually we have a better rate comparison that we're going to launch soon, but, but I don't think pe people don't quite understand that how advanced our routing is. So a lot of time, like we only show the top right now, we're going to fix, we're going to improve this, but, um, right now we show you only the top two best routes and the price between the, those top two routes. But in reality, actually for a lot of swaps, we're actually comparing like 30 routes. Um, like there's mm. actually a lot of routes we're actually calculating and comparing. Um, and you're not actually seeing that you're actually only seeing the top two and the top two can be pretty close a lot of the times. Um, so, so, but we're going to, we're going to, um, we're, we're going to, uh, um, uh, uh, we're, we're making some, uh, 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 um, improvements to allow you to see all the, all the routes that we're going through. So you can just sort of realize the depth of it. Yeah. It kind of reminds me when you're doing sort of an aggregator search on like a travel website or something, and they, they will sort of show that they're checking all the different airlines or all the different, um, like booking places. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's, it's totally, and it's kind of like, you don't really, at the end of the day, you don't really care. Like you're not going to ever like select those other bottom stuff. Right. But it's super helpful to know, like, actually there's all this work being done for you, you know, like we're, Exactly. Yeah. Like you, you don't want to see all the, the bad options, but you want to know that the work has been done to discard those bad options. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you ever thought, uh, like, has the team considered some kind of, because uh, I've just been thinking now with the Solend uh, IDO today, and there's like a lot of lending options on Solana. Is there any way that you can sort of some sort of aggregation functionality for, for lending, like, like bouncing between the best lending lending yield or I mean, is there, is there any, any options there? You know what people have actually been taught, uh, uh, sharing really interesting ideas, uh, on, on this kind of stuff. Um, uh, not, not just lending by the way, like just, uh, you know, I, I mean, I'll, I'll just share some, some crazy, not, not, I, I'm not, it's not crazy, but like really interesting ideas that, that, um, we've been talking about, or, or maybe the, the, you know, the community has been sharing. Um, <clears throat> and uh, like, you know, one of them has been sort of like um, portfolio rebalancing, <laughs> you know, using Jupiter to like say, okay, I want to hold 10% of this, 20% of this, blah, you know, you know, whatever that portfolio is, right. Mm -hmm. And just have it, you know, use Jupiter to power that kind of stuff. You know, on the lending side, like we've actually been thinking about like just just integrating, uh, having le lending protocols, um, uh, you know, in integrate directly, you know, because may maybe like, you know, the collateral, <clears throat> you know, because mo most of them actually just want to, you know, they, they accept a limited amount of collateral and they, you know, accept a limited amount of like, 
you know, assets you can borrow, right? Um, so, so having having the ability to like maybe just you know power a way to like um, uh, uh, swap to you know what like to 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 put in whatever collateral you want, and also to um, you know withdraw what other kind of withdraw what whatever kind of asset you want, you know. Uh, maybe on the withdrawal side of it, it's probably like you know the most powerful thing, and and you know and, and know that they can get the best rate from the, for that. I think would would be pretty cool, a, a pretty cool thing. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, Ben, I think we're getting close to time here. So it's, it sounds very exciting. Um, everything's happening at Jupiter, and it definitely sounds like you guys are are working like crazy. Uh, I guess you're working on the weekends for sure. Um, are you yes, planning yeah, to be we'll, heading we'll to be Breakpoint? Breakpoint. Uh, both Ming and I uh, each have a panel discussion at Breakpoint. Um, so you know, if you, if anyone's around uh, wants to uh, say hi or um, you know uh, support us at, at our uh, panel discussion, please please come. Yeah. So if you're one of the thousand people that made it, then you can definitely go check that out. And for how can people get in touch or check out the, your community? Uh, yeah, just go to, um, I guess like the best way is to go to our Twitter account. Oh, let me find it. It's Jupiter. Our handle is Jupiter exchange. Um, and then you can find our discord, uh, from there or, or it's jupe. It's dis. it's sorry. It's discord.gg slash jupe. J U P. Okay. That's another way. Nice. To do it. Yeah. You can't be too careful these days with discord links. Definitely double check. Yeah. yeah definitely double check. All right, then. Uh, Thanks so much, Ben, for coming on and telling us all about Jupiter. And I wish you guys all the best as you're going forward. Awesome. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you liked it, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app right now. For extra points, follow us on Twitter at Solana Cove. A reminder, anything said on Solana Cove is not financial or tax advice. Solana Cove is strictly educational and is not investment advice. Keep in mind you and you alone are responsible for your assets and always do your own research.